0: start the freaking show
1: hello and welcome to achievement hunting 101 i'm fufu cuddly poof and this is level 134 i am back it's been a while since I've, record- I've recorded, and I am excited for this. Now, since I am back, the very first thing I want to do is I want to change the name of what we're doing right here. We from can't, here on we fo- can't here forward- change the name of the show. No, no, no. From yeah. here forward, this is no longer called the panel. This is now called the DadCast. Whoa. Here from now on, we've got the DadCast. We are your daddy. <laughs> so we start And puns. joining me today is fellow dads. L, Nate, and Corey, how's it going, champs? No, no, no. L has to have his own intro. I need to have my own damn introduction, Kenneth. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just your first day. Joining me tonight is Nate and Corey. How's how's it going, champs?
2: Well, champs. I, mean,
3: I thought we were dads.
2: Yeah. I just got done barbecuing.
3: <laughs> Nate gets it. Got done at mowing the grass in my white Reeboks
1: with my denim. And shorts. also joining me tonight is L. How's it going, sport?
0: Uh, what concert costs 45 cents? Oh, okay. well, cent, good. 50 Cent featuring <laughs> Nickelback.
3: I said it backwards. You asked uh, uh, for uh, uh.
2: it. That's a good one. Tell my daughter.
1: <laughs> She'll approve. See, I was going to lead <laughs> off with a joke. I was going to tell you the one about the cookie, but it was kind of crummy. Wow. Because it <laughs> breaks in the crumbs. Uh, now you ruined it. You can't explain jokes. Then you just ruin them.
3: It's my, my superpower. Well, how's it going,
1: guys? It's been a while since the four of us have been together.
0: It's going really great. Have you... Uh, do you remember how to do podcasting? Not really. I'm just kind of winging it right now. Wait,
1: that's what I've been doing for like 133 episodes.
0: So yeah, I guess I do remember how to podcast. Why do melons have weddings? Because they can't elope.
3: He's googling dad jokes now. No. <laughs> yeah. I know all of these.
2: <laughs> no, he's a dad, he's Yahoo it.
3: I'm asking geez. I don't know what this uh I don't know what kind of shoes this drug dealer sold me the other day, but man, I've been tripping all day long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. You need to game gway
3: Oh, that reminds uh, me.
0: Because you have Tail
3: Gway is a real word now. Oh, and Wait, what? You can uh, a little bit of housekeeping here, Kenny. If you didn't catch this, uh, you can actually Urban Dictionary, Sailgway Now, it's a thing. So oh, it's no goodness. longer a bannable word in the Discord. You're in luck, Chip. Wow, well, that's the newsworthy. Should we part. just banned Chip anyway. Yeah, jumped the gun there a little bit. Wow, we looky there, that there the
1: So I guess that's a Sailgway into the sail. So. What are you picking
0: up, Nate? Oh. Whoa. Whoa. I, <laughs> <thinking? laughs> I, think, I think you have forgotten how this podcast is <laughs> <entours. laughs> Go for it.
1: <laughs> I totally just threw him off. No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. We're getting to this game showcase first. But Nate, we will kick it off with you. What have you been playing?
2: Well, I have been playing a lot of a little ind- independent title called... Um, another game that I should not talk about because I think people are probably getting tired. So I, I spent a lot of time playing uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. So my the rest of my time has gone <laughs> to smaller things like Forgotten Anne, which is not spelled correctly. <laughs> uh, I don't remember this game. So it's not you know it's not forgotten. It's Forgotten and. Um, this game is interesting. Um. I like to think of it as um, it's like a Miyazaki film, so it's very um, it's hand drawn, kind of like uh, like the Miyazaki films, <laughs> and the characters that you run into are basically um, forgotten items. Forgotten forgotten items my, my apologies on my annunciation uh, uh so at the very beginning i don't think it's a spoiler to tell you that in the very first scene when you start to play the game you see a sock and that sock goes down gets forgotten by its owner and goes to this completely different world and uh and that's where all lost socks go apparently and it then mm. has the ability to speak uh, and and talk and think and things. So all That's these lost weird. and forgotten items basically have souls or whatever, and they can now interact and they go to this other world. And then there are these other people uh, who, you know, humans who uh, interact with them. So basically you're in a Miyazaki film, which uh, that sounds like a Miyazaki film to me, um, but you're dealing with like characters from Beauty and the Beast. So you're kind of talking to your dresser, you're kind of talking to your footstool. Um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, it's it's a little weird. Uh, but I like it. I kind of like it. It's it's an adventure game. So um, right now everything's in kind of like a side-scrolling type format. I've I put in about an hour now. Uh, and you're just kind of walking from left to right. You're exploring the environment. Um, there are little hot spots when you walk over them that you can interact with and look at. Um to learn more about the game but also to kind of open up the progression. So like for instance, in the very first area, you can't leave the area until you've hit all these hot spots that you need to hit. Now the game does have hmm. um missables. So if you just want to play through one time, I might want to use a guide. There's uh there's an achievement for playing the game uh without hurting anybody, so it's like the pacifist mode. Uh, and the very first time I, I played this, uh, I went through and I hurt somebody. <laughs> I just did. Because <laughs> the game, the game, the tutorial tells you, oh, press X and then do this. So I started doing that. And, um, so it ended up hurting the character. And then I was like, oh, you know, I should probably just look at the guide a little bit, um, just to see, you know, what's going on. And I, I start reading through, you know, just the intro to the guide kind of tells you, okay, this is what the achievements are like and this is how you're going to do it. Um, And I saw that, okay, one playthrough is required if you play it the right way. So sure enough, uh, I did it wrong. So I started it back over again, and I'm glad I did because I learned something else, and that is that in the settings, you can turn uh, skip dialogue on. Now, that allows you basically to skip through dialogue you don't have to necessarily skip it but you know some people may want to skip it but this will allow you to make the dialogue go a little bit faster um because starting the game over again there's a big cut scene at the very beginning uh you can i think you can skip that with the dialogue option but certainly when i was in discussion with some of these inanimate or what should be inanimate objects um i was able to skip through some of the things that i had already seen
1: did you turn it back on
2: um, yeah, you're, no, I mean, I have that on right now, but uh, I haven't really used it in any conversations because all the conversations now are new, but if you wanted to play this game one, oh, time it's through optional and just skip. experience the game, you could do that. And then your second playthrough, you could skip through things a little bit faster. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Uh, I do enjoy the game, but it does feel like two times through might be a little bit excessive. Um, I can see that, but yeah, it's really pretty. Um, I mean, it looks hand-drawn. Like I said, it looks like a Miyazaki film, and you know that's that's a good-looking film. Um,
1: It is definitely good-looking. Nice graphics.
2: When I was looking at the screens, I just didn't really didn't know what to expect. Um, It's kind of weird, and in this game, you can you can run and you can jump, and you just don't sort of get that from the start. You just sort of think, okay, well, I don't really know what this is. Like I said, it's kind of an adventure game. Um, There's a little bit of exploration. Uh, There's choices you can make, so dialogue choices you can make. and Those actually do affect a little bit about the story, and they can certainly lock you out of getting that uh, pacifist achievement. Um, There's a mechanic for transferring energy. So uh, so a lot of the puzzles, at least the early on puzzles, have to deal with um, moving energy around the rooms to open doors, to activate this, to then get to the thing that allow you to open the door. Uh, So not very difficult puzzles, but they they require transferring energy from containers to your uh, watch, which can hold energy, and then you can then use that watch to then put energy someplace else. Uh, But you can only have one charge at a time, at least uh, initially. So very simple puzzles right now, just, you know, kind of logic, like, okay, where do I put this to get this to move? Um, But yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, And it was something that I'd seen go on sale before, and I, I picked it up a while ago on sale, and I figured, you know what? It looks like a short game. Um, I haven't done a whole lot new this week, uh, and I'm, I'm just now done with something else, so I'm going to check this one out.
1: I'll be honest. While you were sitting there giving it a description, I was watching a video, mm-hmm. and that video did not match up whatsoever to what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never would have thought that anything that's going on in this game was going on in this game by the video I watched. Yeah, I it was mean, very misleading.
2: At least at the at least at the intro, it's very cinematic. Um, but once you get in, it really is kind of mm-hmm. level. You know, it's it's a left to right. You're kind of scrolling. You're kind of running, and you, maybe you're going up ladders and things like that. But you are interacting with the environment, so uh, there, there's a little bit of adventure to it.
1: I assume you notice this, but all of the achievements have odd gamer score.
2: Yes. That was something I meant to mention. Um, the, <laughs> if you're worried about funky numbers uh, and you're not planning on getting the completion, uh, then maybe this one is good for just rounding up your score, you know, leveling off your score, uh, or maybe it's one you just want to avoid. But so far I'm really enjoying this. If any of that sounds interesting, if a Miyazaki film mixed with uh, beauty and the beast uh, sounds interesting at all, you might want to watch a video or check
3: it out. It's pretty cheap. Was the music anything of note? The
2: music was nice. Uh, yeah, I did like the music in the first area. I was actually going to mention that. Um, it is nice. I, I wouldn't say it's as good as like a Disney score or you know Miyazaki, <laughs> but it's it's not
3: bad. Yeah, the reason I mention it is because I was watching gameplay for forgot Forgotten and and uh one it's the gameplay reminds me of Deadlight. i don't know if you ever played that but Mm -hmm. as far as like the 2d navigating part goes but the platforming looks way better in this uh but anyways the the next video that auto played is uh the danish national symphony orchestra playing songs from this game and at some points they have like the game on screen with the the orchestra and i don't know i would just imagine that that means that the the score of the game is probably fairly good yeah
2: well i mean you know it's not
3: chiptunes uh that's for sure (laughs) yeah Uh, i could definitely see like the style of the game being a very cool looking vayner
2: (laughs) it's not a vayner i know i know
3: (laughs) but it could be it could be a sequel now
2: and finally square enix does something good
0: um <laughs> i'm just <gonna> pass <laughs> finally
2: a good square Enix how game.
0: dare you sir <laughs> i'm just
1: going to pass on that one. Oh, sorry speaking
2: of passing
3: i have questions on here. that one. Oh, okay oh oh go yeah go ahead <laughs> i found something i'll ask later
0: go ahead do you know the last thing my grandfather said to me before he kicked the bucket grandson watch how far i could kick this bucket that's not the real question I was going to ask. Uh, while Kenny was looking at gameplay videos, I was searching <laughs> Google, figuring out why the hell they spelled this game like this. It was really bothering me. Okay. First of all... Okay, and what did you find? I found... Does she weigh a I found, first of all... Have you looked at the logo? The O for Gatan is a circle. It looks like a clock. So this was done intentionally as an aesthetic... But <laughs> again, aesthetic reasons. So it says. So they spelled, they spelled it, it wrong, wrong on purpose to get us talking like about logo. it. And I guess it worked. It started worked. as an aim to help the game stand out and to be playful, given the name takes place in an imaginary world. So, yeah. Interesting. But I think the circle oh, is yeah. the important thing. So I'll, mm. it might give away things. So I will leave that one alone. But it does look fun.
2: Yeah, so far it's. Hope interesting. it goes
0: on sale
2: very soon. Yeah, it would be great mm. if it does. I'll tell you all about all right, cool. it.
3: Cool. Uh, real quick to note, uh, I do see in the description one of the last bullet points says immerse yourself in a soaring orchestral <clears throat> score performed by the Copenhagen Philharmonic Orchestra. So apparently uh, they did put some thought into that. Also, I found that this has a Win Ten stack. Uh-oh. Did you know that? It beat me to it. Oh, my. It does. It's not It's not Play Anywhere. It's just It's another stack. You have to buy it again. But it does exist with a very low player count. 300 and... Uh, no, no, no. 35 tracked gamers on this oh, one. Oh, wow.
2: I wonder why. Well, that's going to happen.
3: No,
0: Nate. That's going to happen. And now 36. Why? Damn it, Nate. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Look at these achievement. Uh...
3: Values. They are not odd. (laughs) Wow. Well, that's odd. (laughs) Aw, I wanted to say it.
1: (laughs) I wanted to say
3: it. That's so weird.
2: Back that up. Well, you're the editor, so...
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) That that is (laughs) uh, odd that that they would have the same achievements but
2: different values. Good one. They're actually not the same achievements. There's 29 on Xbox and 33 on PC. Are you sure? uh, That's what my... I see, I see 33 on
1: I, both. Yeah. I see 33 on both as oh, well. Oh, well,
2: I guess that would be minus the four I've already earned <laughs> then. <laughs> 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 Whatever. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Damn it, jeez.
3: Sure, we'll go with that. He just forgot, on <laughs> about those. Yeah, shorted I forgot. Ah. There's also a JP
0: version.
2: And they have a different cover.
1: That's fun.
0: Wait, is a third stack? Darn it. Yeah. There is. Yeah. But not American. So oh, who cares? that
3: must be Jamaican.
0: Smirnoff and Sangrias played it. That's a surprise to no one.
3: That one actually has more starters than, <laughs> than the Winton version,
1: <laughs> which is crazy. And not many starters by much. It's only 17. All right. Well, let's kick it over to the next person. Uh, L, what have you been playing?
0: How did I know you were going to do that?
1: <laughs> to I don't go by your script. Up. There's
0: no strings on me. What movie is that from? Justice League. <laughs> no, no, it's Spirited Away. He means, he your, means the your, first movie. Your nose is getting bigger.
2: Yes, there
1: we go. Oh, sorry, I was going for the important movie. the one, The good one.
0: What have you been playing now? <laughs> I have been playing my favorite type of game. Free games. My love. I feel that. I like free. Yeah. I'm going to be talking about a couple of games with gold. The first one is a game I never thought I would be playing, but my lovebird, What the Fug, suggested this as one we could play with a decent ratio. And it is.
1: Fug and L sitting in a
0: tree. Sorry. I know. It's like. Me and this great-grandfather hanging out together. It's just icky. Coffee Talk. That's what I played. It is the June 2020 Games with Gold game. It is normally $14, so hopefully you did not pay $14. Hopefully, I mean, that's like, what, three cups of coffee? Depends on where you go. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <sighs> McDonald's has dollar coffee. So this game is a visual novel. And usually when you hear those dreaded two words together, you think, "Oh, zero to one hour, even less. Screw through the text. Oh, I think boring. I would normally agree with you, but this game I decided to give a chance and actually read all the words. What? And I'm very glad I did because it's a very good story. Um, there's different, uh, you play as a, a barista and you can name your barista, who I may or may not have named Batista. And <laughs> That's bad. Why? Wow, you
3: just
4: have
0: to change one letter. <laughs> so, one thing I like about this game is a lot of times you, when you're a character, you don't get to see your character speak. It's just all the other characters speak and you stay silent. Not in this game. The barista talks to all of his customers, and the main point of the game is to give serve the customers drinks but much like a bartender yeah. or a coffee barista the real main thing you're doing is oh, listening to it. their their stories and their problems um one of the main characters in the game is a girl named freya if you've ever played final fantasy 9 there's definitely an easter egg here one of the characters in that game is named freya And Freya has a tattoo of the Roman numeral nine on her arm. So I'm thinking that was kind of done on purpose. Oh, yeah, that was definitely done on purpose. (laughs) So she's a, a writer and she wants to write a book and she's inspired by all the customers that come in. And lo and behold, all these customers come in and they tell all their problems and all their stories. But they're not just humans in this game. There's all different species. There's orcs and elves and... uh, Really? Yeah, all kinds of different... And aliens, all all different kinds of creatures. That's weird. But they have human-type issues. A lot of issues in this game. They're dealing with racism and cross-species relationships. All kinds of crazy stuff. So it's a really good story. Um, I did follow with a walkthrough, because I think there was an achievement to give all the characters the correct drinks. What I didn't realize is that you could go back after the game's over and do chapter select or which is really broken up by days. So if I had known that, I probably wouldn't have done that because you also need to go back after beating the game and pick some different choices as well. And when you pick different choices, you can fast forward through the script we've already read and the game remembers which parts you've read and you just change some things here and there. So I thought the... Walkthrough says three or four hours or the estimated count. So I thought that was just people fast forwarding. I thought the game would take way longer. But I got it done in like three or four sittings. So it really wasn't that bad. That was with reading everything. Uh, The one other thing is after you beat the story, there's something that opens up called the challenge mode in which you have to, it's just the drinks. In a visual novel? Yeah, it's (laughs) it's just the serving drinks part of the of the story all in one. You have to serve 50 different types of drinks. So each drink. Oh, so it turns into like a cooking mama. Yeah. So each drink has its own uh, stats, like hot, cool, bitter, and sweet. And they'll tell you, they want a drink that's less cool and more bitter, and you have to figure out what you want. Uh, Unfortunately, they get kind of hard as you go. I had my lovely wife break out a little bit of a guide, and she helped me. But if you don't want to use a guide, you can just scroll through and eventually you can pick out what works. But you are under a timer with that mode. Uh, So if you do pause it, you can still see what the order is and look it up pretty easily. So I think when all was said and done, it probably took maybe five or six hours. really wasn't bad. And I would definitely recommend it. Would I recommend it for $14? Probably not. But if you got it for free and you have it sitting around, I would recommend breaking it out and actually reading it and playing it. Well, I do have it sitting around. I know that's a big doubt from most people, uh, but I know I was talking to uh, at least one other person. Shout out to Alex R. Davies, who told me he read it as well and he enjoyed it. So hopefully I can get some other people to read the words too. There's a lot of strong uh, modern themes that are tackled. Uh, There's some extras also. There's some comic books in the game. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it overall.
1: Hypothetically, yes. Did they by any chance do the uh, a route and just make it to where I can just skip all the dialogue and I don't have to read it? I am pretty sure.
0: Yes. Yes, there's a fast forward, mm-hmm. and an auto skip. So yes,
3: perfect. I'll go for it. it. <laughs> so you were saying it still takes three four hours?
0: Yeah. Um. So you were yeah. Saying- yeah. I know that sounds like such a long time, Corey. You wouldn't want to hurt For little bit. this fingers. type of
3: game, yes, it does. <laughs> I know. You don't like reading I words, so you'll hate it. But I, think, I think some of the adults in the room. i are talking to somebody like who played Language of Love this week. You don't have to press almost any buttons. Um, <laughs> That's not how I love works, Corey. I, <laughs> I told totally read you.
0: But... those words. <laughs> That's got to be the quickest game there is. You don't have to make any choices. You, so just...
2: you mentioned You mentioned that you have to get all the drinks right. And that there is a uh, replay option. Is there any sort of notification that you missed a drink or got a drink wrong? Is there like a score per chapter or something that would let you figure that out? Um, I don't
0: think so. But the characters will say like, "This isn't the drink I ordered," stuff like that. If you get if you mess it up, so you just have to remember. Oh, I bungled that one. Yeah, but if you play it over, you can just fast forward the dialogue. And there's only three or four drinks you have to do per chapter, so you could then look it up afterward. Okay, it's. The drinking okay. is the drinking. The yeah, serving is-, is important, but it's <laughs> not the really you don't do it that often. But it is fun to you could make latte art on some of the drinks, and you can draw whatever you want. I won't tell you what that turned into. Um, just my initials, of course. Uh, yeah, it's just um, a little. Uh, I mean, the the it's weird because the English and the words there weren't many typos, but the achievements and like the. Had a ton of typos in it. It's weird. I don't know. Good editing, though. Good editing. Anyway, it's a good game if you need some TA score. I think it's worth over 1500 TA. That sounds about right, being Games of Gold. Yeah, that seems to be what happened. I guess you'll come back to me later because I know you're itching to talk about some stuff, Kenneth.
1: Sure, we can come back to you. Yeah, so while I've been away, I have wrapped up the Gear Saga. The whole thing. I've played through all the games now.
3: Well, have you? Okay,
1: all the tactics, but honestly, I just just haven't felt like playing that one. If you didn't sink
0: $20,000 into Gears Pop and complete that, then you did not uh complete them all.
1: Okay. Now, when I say complete, (laughs) I do not mean achieve. Because ain't nobody got time for that. The money I for that. finish the campaigns on all of them I no not going to uh complete the games at least not anytime soon but uh speaking of gears pop that's actually one of the interesting things about this so I've never played gears and gears pop was more or less the first gears game that I actually played played I'd had dabbled in gears one and three um before but I've never actually, like, played play them. And actually going through the games was kind of enjoyable because it's like, oh, I know that character from Gears Pop, and, oh, I recognize him, I recognize that, this, that, and the other thing. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, finally getting to know the all these Funko Pop characters in their, you know, actual appearances. Yeah, Gears... I know L you Michelle Pru, and I, we were talking about this a little bit while we uh were playing Zoo Tycoon Thursday. Gears four and five was uh it was different. I don't think they're bad. I know a lot of people don't particularly like Gears Four. I liked it. I I, I like I think the original trilogy was better than four and five, but at the same time I also didn't hate four. Uh, I'm trying not to give spoiler spoilers to anything. Here's the problem I know, you know, that we always talk big, about, Kenny. The big Gears guy over here,
0: L, hasn't played Gears 5. But <laughs> what was that, L? Here's the problem that we always run into when there's too many sequels. If they have all the old characters, people complain that it's just the same old game. But if they have all the new characters, people say, oh, that's not the characters I like. So it's kind of a conundrum. Yeah, I agree
1: with that to a you point. You can't please anybody. So no, you no one is ever happy. That is absolutely true if you just got to do your thing and hope for the best. Um
0: so in Gears 4, one of the things that we were talking yeah, about, god. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. oh uh, one of the things that I think Michelle okay. mentioned especially up. is that the characters in Gears 4 weren't bad, but they were carbon copies of the characters from from the original trilogy. So you can compare this one to that one. Yeah. That didn't have their own identity.
1: Yeah, that was very much it. They're like, hey, let's try to tell this new with quotes <laughs> uh story. <laughs> like here's your comedic yeah, relief. With guy. Air quotes. Let's try to tell this new story. Yeah. But at the here's same time woman. let's basically make carbon copies yeah. of the same exact characters. The, and I think the original trilogy works better very much because it's just the, it's just bros of war. Like, Bro. <laughs> Elroy said it best. That's very much what it is. And it just, it works. You know, it's just awesome guns or uh, steroid-infused dudes that just go around, shoot locusts
3: and chainsaw things. It's awesome. Maybe a controversial question, but being somebody who has binged all of these recently do you think that gears has lived its life should it keep going no, no
1: i don't um so okay if you haven't played gears 4 minor spoilers well i guess actual spoilers right here right now so you can skip ahead a few seconds but one of the problems with gears 4 that i had is I was hoping for something different, but not the different that they had. So in Gears 4, it's basically you find another hive and there's more locust, which is very different, or which is very lazy writing, in my opinion, because at the end of gear- Gears 3, you set off the bomb, it kills all the locusts, job done, that threat is no more. Well... One of the things with me just recently playing, I knew old man Marcus was a thing. So in my mind, I knew that we were gonna go forward 20-ish years or so. but like I was hoping that when we go in there it was it would be like a different perspective on the on that gears ward that was going on between the locusts. Because, you know, it was like a 25 year war or something like that from E Day to the time that Marcus, uh, deployed the bomb and killed the locusts. But going back to what you, you said, Corey, about Gears have, has run its life, I think what they're doing with Gears 4 and especially Gears 5, um, I think they've done it well. I, uh,. I like the new direction in the game. I'm very interested to see where it goes, and I'm very much excited for a Gear 6 for whenever that comes out in the next year or two, probably.
3: Right, because we know I, that there will be a Gear 6. I'm just thinking that this game came out in... 2000. The series started in 2006. Like, is it time to put focus, put your attention elsewhere? I mean, I know that it's changed hands as far as developers <sighs> go, but... I don't know. I, I I'm of the mind of you, you need to let something go at some point, and it just doesn't seem like they're going to do that. So, Gears, Gears is probably the
1: second biggest exclusive that exclusive that Microsoft has. Obviously, Halo being like oh. the first, obviously. Um, I think Gears has been able to continue. With their new into their new trilogy better than Halo has and I don't necessarily think that Gears time has come like I said where, where they've continued this story where they've had like a new quote unquote enemy to fight I think it works because even though they are kind of carbon copies of the original cast they have they still have done uh different things to the backstories to make them different and to make it exciting and make it good, in my opinion. I don't want to give away too much. <laughs> but then the thing with Halo, however, where they've messed up um, with their new trilogy, I think the biggest problem there is the new enemies just suck. The Prometheans suck. I whereas, you know, going back and continuing to fight the locusts Or the swarm, and what they call them in these now, because they are slightly different. You know, it's still that familiar enemy. It's still that "quote unquote" familiar war. So it it's different, but it's the same thing at the same time. If that makes sense.
3: Yeah, I think it just partially comes to where I'm not super hyped on the series, and I like to see new IPs personally. So just looking at a 13 year old. Series or whatever, yeah, you know, fourteen-year-old series at this point, and they're still going. um I don't know. I think I think things can get stale. Uh, I kind of like Gears Tactics. You know, a kind of a spin-off thing, just like Halo Wars. Right. Like Halo. I loved Halo Wars. Um, Halo Wars is great. I don't know. At just some point, I think that you need to put it to pasture and let it go. But you know, I can't. I can't really <sighs> argue against two hundred fifty thousand people playing Gears Five. So if it if it like, makes you money you got to keep doing it.
1: Yeah, I think that's the big thing. And like Gears 5 is good. Gears 5 was very good. I really enjoyed the game. And honestly, I would have liked to have seen more Gears of War Judgments. Now I know that's controversial just saying it, and Judgment had its own problems, but that was mostly in its storytelling and the way it went about the story with the uh like the chapters basically. That sucked. But what was really cool about Judgment is, you know, it gives it that different take of that same war. It's We're still in the same uh, war. We're still with the same characters. But instead of having this story, this mainline story, it's like, oh, well, what was this group of characters doing at this time while Marcus and everyone was over here doing that? I thought that was really cool. It was a good story. It was just executed poorly. And I would love to see more games like that on these Long running franchises like Halo or Gears of War. I think that would be, be better than just trying to, you know, create another trilogy because, yeah, it does kind of get stale at, at a
0: point. Well, don't forget, you're just talking strictly about the campaigns. I would say most people come go and play the multiplayer more so than anything else at, at this point. Yeah, that's also very true. The multiplayer and also Horde so you could have a multiplayer experience competitively yeah. or competitive, uh, cooperatively
1: yeah see I haven't done anything multiplayer not even the campaigns multiplayer so right. that is something that is kind of a blind sign to me I've played uh threes multiplayer back in the day but that was about it so I have like that little bit of experience but that's you know 360 that's been forever ago uh yeah, I, Elle, I really wish you would play. You would play five. You we'll and Michelle, there. we'll because there. there's questions I would I have and things I would love to talk to you guys about. Yeah, man. because I know you two know so much more about the series, especially Michelle. But she's the real expert. I don't want to give away. Spoilers. She's
0: the real expert because she reads the books as well. Yeah. Which I believe are um, canon.
1: I will just say, Gears Five had a very uh, memorable moment. Uh, anybody that's played the game knows exactly what I'm talking about and without giving away spoilers I just want to say Dell
0: is that the moment where it, Oliver starts they, crying Dell. Um,
1: <laughs> oh. for those that have played it you know exactly what I'm talking about Compact. and holy freaking crap I did not see that coming I did not know okay. that that was going to happen at the end
3: I would have thought they would have got HP's to be honest Corporate America, yeah. you know. Ah, exactly. uh,
1: dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, Gears. I enjoyed my time with it. Moving on to the next series now. We need to get you into some Horde. Is... I think we should play Horde at some point. I would be
3: down for some Horde. It's four players. Five players. Just saying. Yeah. Or that. I would be down for it.
1: And the next game I'm, I will be getting into, I'm thinking I'll be playing Senua's Sacrifice next. Finish that game. Although, I think I have to restart it at this point because it's been a while and I played like the first two hours, I think, of it. And then you can play the entirety of Kingdom Hearts. I would love to <laughs> so much. But that's scary because that's like 500 hours. Then you can play the PC side of
2: Senua's Sacrifice.
1: <laughs> i'm looking for more of the stories but yes i could do that but enough about gears enough listening to me talk uh
3: cory what have you been doing so i played more metroidvanias this past week um shocker uh, one of the things i said i was gonna focus on and i did was to play some of these metroidvanias that are in game pass that i don't own um because I'm not about that rush life. Uh, we did a little bit of that with Indivisible. I didn't quite finish both stacks. I don't even think I really touched the console version. Like I think I turned it on one night and I was just like, nope. <laughs> I've had enough Indiv- Indivisible. So uh, <laughs> I-, I-, I want to get some of these done so I don't have to worry about that. Uh, spoiler alert for the Game Pass news. Another Metroidvania is leaving, but I already own it. So I'm good on that front. Anyways, the game that I played this past week, uh, for the better part of the week, is called Who Luna Nights. You gotta say it with that emphasis. Nights.
0: No, no, Nights. no, no. It's and uh,
3: <laughs> this game is very Japanesey. Yes, yes, it is. The entire cast is like anime girls, and I can't tell you about the story. But you are (laughs) an anime girl yourself who has abilities to control time. You can stop time and slow it down. And along the way uh, through this game, you are getting upgrades to your knives. And you have special knives that you pick up. And you have to manage that. Uh, You have to manage your mana, which uses those special knives as well as your health. And you fight like, I don't know, six or seven bosses uh, until you're done with the game. Um, Trying to think what makes this stand out. It reminds me a lot of Time Spinner. uh, Probably because of the time, uh, how you manage time. uh, And probably a little bit of the art style. It it does look good. It's a very nice looking game uh, as far as, you know, pixelated uh, anime girls go. Well, that sounded... (laughs) <laughs> different uh, when it came out of my mouth. Man, That's sure. the sound <laughs> The things I liked about it were that the map is actually kind of small. There are, tends to be a little bit of overwhelmingness to Metroidvania games occasionally. I, I think of The Mummy Demastered a lot. I have one achievement left in that game to 100% the map. I'm at 96%. I'm going to have to like mark off a location by location, and that map's pretty big. It's going to take you a little bit of time to traverse it. This map is very condensed. Um, it's actually kind of straightforward. Uh, there's now that I'm I'm saying it like there are definitely Metroidvania aspects, but when you're going through the story, you are uh, navigating pretty linear as, as far as all that goes you backtrack and you need like the double jump to reach certain areas and you might need to have a knife that can break a box to get to this one uh different things like that so it's definitely has those aspects but once you go through the game uh and, and get through the bosses it's it's not bad and so I, I like that feature of it there is a shop feature kind of like time spinner so you can grind money out There's also an XP feature, so you actually level up your character. Um, And so my nephew loved this game because (laughs) in traditional uh, Metroidvania-style games, as soon as you transition to a new screen and go back, the enemies have reappeared. So you can find good farming spots for that and kind of rack it up. And it was really, at that point, I kind of realized you can make this game as easy as you would like in in a sense Uh, because I started the game when it came out in September and I beat the first boss kind of dived it didn't remember a thing to do um, and so I had to kind of you know relearn that this is definitely not a game you want to put on hold I will tell you that now because of that one aspect is that you will kind of just forget what to do it can get very bullet helly when you're talking about bosses Uh, they do like to keep their patterns but there's going to be a lot of stuff on the screen at times, um, and, and you're going to get hit. There's some of those th- things. I don't know how you don't get hit. Um, probably some very particular time stopping uh, would be would be your friend. But um, leveling up will uh, will help you get through these bosses quickly and efficiently. And when you beat the game, uh, that's going to come in handy because there's actually a boss rush boss rush mode that you unlock. So this comes with your step, your typical Metroidvania game, go through it, campaign, beat the bosses and you're done. But once you're done that, you can do a little bit of extra stuff where you play all the bosses again, one after the other. And you just kind of have to get efficient at that and not die because you only have the, the one, the one life to kind of go off of. You have There's health upgrades and like, they're not potions, but you know, basically ways to refill your health uh, to help you with that. But, Boss rush mode is a a thing once you're done, and you have to beat it very quickly under six minutes. And we're talking like, I don't know, seven bosses or so. Very quick, very fast. Um, There is nothing missable in in the game technically. Um, I guess there is one missable because I did miss it. So (laughs) let me take that back. There's one missable, which is beating the game without using any re tiles is what the description says they mean retries so you can't die uh, unfortunately I must have died when I dived the game a few months ago because I did not get that achievement when I beat it and so I had to I saved that for the very last one I had to replay the whole base game um, and, and to get that but everything else as far as collecting all of the items and collecting uh, uncovering 100% of the map all that stuff you can do, after the fact, there's no point of no return or anything like that. So, uh, very easy to get most of the, uh, the things. I believe there's no tracking, so I can't like tell you an exact percentage. But if I had to guess, when I was done with the game, uh, the first game was probably like 80% of the way to the collectibles, if not more. There was very few I had to backtrack Uh, towards but if you do get a little caught up there's actually a section on your maps well on your pause menu before you get to your map that will show you all the collectibles and if you've unlocked them or not and that can come in handy because some of the things are color coordinated and the maps online are interactive uh somebody's done a nice job of that so you can actually mark off stuff that you've received already uh, or haven't received and so you can actually narrow down what you don't have pretty easily Um, and and yeah the last thing I think I can mention is one of the achievements is for throwing away cans uh, that you get from the vendor machine which refill your health for free Uh, every time you run across one it refills your health and you get a can Uh, it just kind of I guess you're holding it. I can never tell that the person was holding it, but once you're done with it, you just throw it on the ground near these vending machines is a trash can. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I could not figure out how to get the can in the trash can. And you have to do that (laughs) on every one of them in the map to get an achievement. Well, you have to run across it, stop time and run to the trash can. Now this is very trivial in some rooms. It's right next to the thing, but in the, mo- the more complex rooms, you have to navigate a little maze maybe to get there. Or in one case, you actually had to transition through two screens to get to a trash can. Um, and so as you, as you go through the game, you'll get upgrades to your stopping time ability so you can actually stop time longer and things like that. So uh, it, it eventually makes it trivial, but just a, a word to the wise because I had to ask for help on that one as well. Sounds kind of
1: annoying just to throw garbage away.
3: (laughs) Luckily, you only had to do like 12, I think. It's not a lot. Like I said, the map is probably one of my favorite things about this game because there are several Metroidvanias where I get so overwhelmed with the map. And this one is nice and condensed. And there's fast travel between the different sections. So it, it makes it even quicker.
1: Now, I'm watching a video on this. And in the top middle part of the screen, there's numbers.
3: That's not time, is it? Yeah, the very middle of the stream is time. So like you can like time as in to how long you have to beat the level, or is that like how many seconds you've had that, saved that, up? That's like how many seconds you have saved up. Your One of your abilities is you can stop time, and, and obviously you can only stop so much. And as you get these upgrades, that time limit increases. So that's what that is that you're seeing. Oh, okay. So you can't just stop time and be done with it. You... You're, that power will run out, and then it will regen. But um, that will come in handy navigating several platforming sections, and uh, especially in boss battles. Um, this looks
1: like it's a uh, a pretty good game. Just I I graphically. I, I
3: thoroughly enjoyed it. If uh, if I were to recommend like Metroidvania games to play that you didn't have to really pay for, you know, maybe on Game Pass or something like that, uh, this would probably make the top five. For sure. Uh obviously Ori's up there. Uh and Time Spinner was really good. I don't know if I would put this in front of Time Spinner, but it would probably be right after.
0: You have questions, Nate?
3: Um <clears throat> Ori's up there. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, let me let me think. Um oh, dear. Metroidvania games that are on Game Pass or games with gold. Met Ori's probably at, at the top.
2: Okay. Okay. That's all I need
3: to know. <laughs> Probably at the top. Probably at the top. top. Yeah, I could be forgetting something. Guacamelee's up there as well. There you go.
1: Wow, something we haven't talked about in a long time.
0: Yeah, I definitely got Time Spinner vibes from this game, looking at it. Did it have a new game plus or anything like Time Spinner did? No. Uh, I mean,
3: I I don't think so. So Uh, Like I said, you're not recording. Actually, so when you missed well, that, boss rush
2: mode is a little bit like
3: a new
0: game. When you plus, missed right? that achievement for the reeds lies, not really. You had to uh, start the game over from scratch.
3: I I did. Okay. Um, and so I think it was either a day or two. Like I just let my Cronus level me up as much as possible, and uh, in order to get through that as quick as I can, because there's actually once you beat the game, there's actually another section that you go you can go to to. They call it the extra stage. You don't have to do that part, so you don't have to do the entire whole game again, but you have to do 80% of it, I would say. All
0: right. Oh, also, I played... Sorry, Kenny. I played uh, Time Spinner on <laughs> my uh, Surface. It looks like this game is Windows 10 also. I think, uh, I think I'm think i going to be playing this one on my Surface at work, too. I mean. Oh,
3: yeah, it does say Play Anywhere. Um, so yeah, there's this, that. That's I,
0: good. I look at that stuff, especially a game like this where... Probably won't be enhanced too much by playing on a big TV or something that looks like this. No offense to it, but four hundred eighteen megs. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I play on a computer monitor, so I, I did not notice it, but it, it still looks really good. Yeah, uh, but you know, yeah, Play Anywhere is a, a plus. What's the game I played the other week? Uh, I can't remember what it was now, but it was on both platforms, but it was not Play Anywhere, so the save didn't transfer. And uh, sc- I was talking about it with you, Nate. I can't remember what it was. Was it Gato Robato? It was Gato Robato. Uh, the the PC uh, version actually doesn't have achievements. I figured out, uh, but yeah, yes, it. Boo. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, God, is this game hard?
3: Like
0: it just it doesn't seem like people are completing
3: it. It's it's as hard as I mean it. it
0: if you're not using leveling a Leveling up helps a lot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so talk about leveling up.
2: Is, isn't the leveling up like you own or have to hold crystals of a certain color to boost a certain stat or something like that?
3: No. So leveling up comes entirely from combat, defeating enemies. The crystals that they drop and pick up, you sell back to the shop, uh, and that's the in-game currency. Like they, they each equate to this currency, and that lets you buy... Uh, these packs that refill your mana or your health. Um, there is a thing in the shop that where you can buy experience. It's extremely expensive. And to be honest, it doesn't get you that much uh, leveling. So if you have nothing else to buy, then go for it. But Yeah, you, I think you, that's
2: what I'm confusing. I think I read something about that, like you could buy experience or something with the coins or yeah. the gems, but you could also keep them for something else. And-
3: yeah, you can buy things that affect that. Your time, I believe. Um, I never I really had a, an was, issue yeah. with that, but uh, the, the experience just comes from leveling enemies. So if you find a good farming spot, especially one that has a uh, one of those vending machines that refills your health just in case, um, then that will come in handy. So and then and then don't die, which, um, like I said, there's an achievement for completing the game without dying you check the guide out, there is a helpful hint that you can quit out really quickly, so um, it, it, it becomes trivial, but you can get very overwhelmed and die pretty quick. So, just be ready to do that. I, I don't think you even have to be that quick. Just die and quit out.
0: Alright. Oh, when of Nights looks All right. awesome.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm not the first person on my friends list to complete it, but I'm... In front of most people by a long shot. Uh, So shout-outs to Railbait and Skeptical Mario. They uh, led the pack on my friends list. All right.
1: Well, let's pass it back
3: to L for the final game for the
1: showcase. What else did you want to talk about?
0: (laughs) Uh, Real quick, I wanted to talk about another Games with Gold title, this one from March 2018, which is Disney Pixar Brave the video game, which... Uh, look at you playing all these games in your back I know this game for whatever reason I had sitting with one achievement left and uh, what the fuck said to me why don't you complete that one and I'll try to complete it too and I said okay uh, so this game could have two playthroughs but you could do it in one I decided to do it in two so you have to beat the game on the hardest difficulty without changing it, which I did separately. And on the other playthrough, I did all the other stuff where you have to collect all the collectibles, purchase all the upgrades, grind out all the 250 kills and 100 kills and this and that. So the game is backwards compatible. I did the first run on my 1 on the normal mode. And just to not confuse myself, I did the Brave run on my 360. Um, by doing that, I noticed something interesting that the game is uh, connect enabled, which it's not really, but it has a a side mode called archery range, which you can do from the main menu and the coins you pick up in archery range actually count towards your coins in the main game. Uh, What's funny is that since it's considered a connect game, if you're just playing the main game sitting on your butt on the couch you'll still see every hour those thing pop up that says feeling tired or sore take a break <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you've ever seen that you'll know exactly what I'm talking about
1: um, so I have a question uh-oh. go for it real quick you you have a series X right like two and this is backwards compatible mm-hmm. right.
0: Why the hell would you play this on the 360? I told you why, so I wouldn't get confused. So I guess what I could have done is delete the cloud save and then move this hard drive save from the 360 to the cloud, but meh, I didn't do that. (laughs) That's what I was saying. I would much rather not play on my 360. I understand. I'm with you on that one. Uh, So I will say that there were some trouble parts in this game it's known for having a very tough boss halfway through the game the uh, the uh, stone golem boss and then on the at the end of the game you fight all the bosses again kind of like mega man mm-hmm. but uh there's this friggin' fire boar that just sucks and luckily the checkpoints are pretty forgiving every time you die you just start right there and i defeated him hmm. using my ice power up so make sure you upgrade all your stuff The main tactic in the game is to power up your earth elemental, and you have these minions that fight and do all the work for you. It's all detailed in the solutions and the walkthrough. That's your main mode of attack. You charge the earth attack, and minions come out of your sword or bow and attack all the enemies for you. But uh, Disney Pixar Brave is another one that was uh, worth way more TA than has any right to be because it was games with gold. It's worth almost seventeen hundred TA. So it's pretty easy. It's easy except for a couple of boss fights, and also I believe in better completions matter. There is a one of the categories is to complete a game based off of a movie, so that checks that box as well.
2: So apparently, this isn't Brave
0: a Warrior's Tale. Uh, no, it is. It is uh, not. N- no. <laughs>
3: okay.
0: That game.
1: No, this is. Disney's Pixar Brave, okay. the video game.
0: That game <laughs> that game has... So is this in Brave Land Trilogy? Are you guys all drinking again? I don't drink, sir. Yeah. You shouldn't drink. I do drink this Mountain Dew Baja Blasso. <laughs> so yeah, Disney, Pixar Brave, the video game. If your love bird right, right, makes yeah, you play it, on. you play it. That's all I have to say.
1: I'm going to hit all over the place on here because that's how this podcast works. The first one we're going to talk about. Let's talk about some xCloud. Um, Microsoft reportedly testing browser-based xCloud solution. So, according to a new report from The Verge, Microsoft has begun the xCloud game streaming through a web browser on a PC, and they've confirmed that browser-based xCloud solutions will be coming sometime in the spring of 2021. And it seems that the company is now, you know, one step closer launching to its service permanently we're getting out of the beta and whatnot it's a pretty cool solution for those uh weenies that are still on ios and apple re- uh, refusing to allow you to actually get into this kind of crap and be able to properly use yeah weenies web, which i think i'll sue one. weenies really i don't know it's the first word that popped <laughs> in my head <laughs> Why, why, yeah, why are, are your fingers on the brain <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay freud <laughs> um i have a son just changed his diaper not too oh, long ago. that works right let's go with that
2: Here, let's, let's look no farther
1: uh yeah but yeah xcloud they're continuing to support it continuing to look at new ways to get it to all the different platforms awesome Cloud is great uh actually one. Circling a little bit back to Gears. I actually started this while I was in the hospital. And, uh, because, yeah, you know, Brooks doing all the work. I'm just kind of sitting. Oh my God, I'm are you okay? Nothing. So I was, so I brought, uh, my controller and I was able to play some games uh, while we were there. And I started Gears 5 then and had a pretty good time with it. So but, did you, know, you,
2: I have a question. Did you
1: pause
2: or did you save your game when your child was born?
1: Uh,. Should I say neither? Okay.
2: <laughs> <Or, laughs> i not sure. This is like a thing where, like, oh, I'm gonna go back and play a little more.
3: Or I mean, to done. be honest, he didn't need to do anything.
1: That's true.
3: I really didn't.
1: <laughs> but no, I I actually just straight turned it off. It was working for okay for a while, for a little bit, and then it got to the point where it was like a second delay, and and a shooter. that's very difficult. But yeah, back to the news story. Browser-based XCloud solutions coming. L, you excited for
3: this? Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd rather be on my phone. That's
3: it. That's it. Yeah.
0: And I mean, I guess the browser's cool
3: enough, but I'm excited for it. Work on my phone. I'm
2: excited for it, but not because of Apple. my biggest problem with uh, xCloud is that the connection drops or the connection is wonky or you know, the Wi-Fi signal thing. I don't think it's actually Wi-Fi. I think it's just connection. Um, but I, I just mm-hmm. I want that connected uh, internet experience and see if that's any better than just trying
1: to play on my phone. I can see it. I, I think it really just depends on what games you're playing as of right now of how good your experience is. Like I said, when I was playing Gears, it was man, but when I do like the console stream and I'm playing like gears of war, or not gears of war gems of war you know it plays great because I don't have to focus or I don't I don't need that twitchiness to it and Corey, this actually would probably be good for you too since your uh connection down there sucks
3: my connection's fine I just want to throw that out there um I'm excited for it actually Kush made a good point the Ethernet connection is probably going to be really good for it. But I was actually in a situation today where my office where I work is in a different room than my Xbox now, uh, at least for the time being. And I took my monitor with me. So if I want to play Xbox, I sit down at my computer and I I unplug my wife's work monitor and I move it over and I hook it up to my Xbox (laughs) so I can play there. Um, which is fine. but So the problem today is we we're in the middle of a big winter storm, and we don't have heat. Uh, we ran out of gas, and the gas man can't make it. So I'm huddled up in my office upstairs with a space heater, so it's warm. I'm not going downstairs where it's 50 degrees to play my Xbox, and I'm not bringing it upstairs because that's just too much work. I wish I could have played it right here on this computer, but uh, not a thing yet, so I couldn't do it. So... I would actually be excited for this, although the times when I would use it would probably be even less so than using it on my phone as is, especially with this awesome Razer Kishi controller. Oh, you got one? Yeah, buddy. You don't have one? You should get one.
1: I really want one.
3: They Basically, turn your... There was a deal. They went clearance at Walmart. Wait, what? How much did you get it for? So I got the Razer Kishi and the Razer wireless earbuds for like 50 bucks together. What? Yeah. I thought you knew about this. No, I did not know about this. I missed that. If that was in the Discord. So yeah. um, Oh, I'm jelly. little segue. Uh... Playing games with this is a lot better than I've ever used the controller on my phone. And the little bit I've used touch controls as well. Um, so yeah, small product placement, but this thing hooks directly into my phone, so there's no lag as far as the connection from the controller to the phone. Uh, all the input is just right there connected to it. And I was able to play Bloodstain pretty well, um, no lag at least from my upstairs to my downstairs where my router is, so yeah. Damn. That's good. Yeah, if I would have known that was under fifty bucks, I totally would have snagged one. That's awesome. As of this weekend, my Walmart still has three iPhone versions. <laughs> yeah, they're they're hidden, so you should go look for them.
1: I will definitely do that after this. Yeah, nice. Well, speaking of cool Xbox accessories. There's a new one that dropped today. The Xbox wireless headset. were basically sold out everywhere now. Uh, no surprise there. Were any of you guys able to snag one of these?
3: No snag. I I was actually debating about getting one. And I waffled on it for a couple hours. And they were sold out by the time I got back to it. Which I was a little surprised. But at the same time... I wasn't so. I guess I'll go into the details. This is yeah, a wireless headset that is first party, so it's made by Microsoft. And the first thing that you should know that it's only one hundred dollars. I do not know of another headset that is that cheap that is wireless. Um, so if anybody I don't else, think there is one. Yeah, I don't. I don't, think, I don't think there is one. So having one that's first party, being that cheap, like. I mean, quality awesome. Quality will be a thing, but otherwise the value is there. Um, some other things that make this just as awesome, if not more awesome, is that it connects to your Xbox consoles natively. So it's not using a funky Bluetooth connection or anything like, like that. It connects to your console just like your controller does. So it should be very easy to uh, pair it up, sync it, and start going right then and there. Uh, it does offer Bluetooth as well, so you could listen to your phone, listen to our wonderful podcast at the same time as listening to your game audio and chatting with your friends on Xbox. That's cool. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that work? Well, well it I know you.
1: Just, I know you just said it's it. Two but, different like, frequencies. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Technology. I, I don't have. I I know what you just said, so like I get it, but like. I don't have any headphones that any wireless headphones that do that. Like, I can connect my headphones to multiple things at once, but I can
3: only listen to one thing at the same time. Right. Yeah, it's not my most favorite looking headset. It looks a little big on on the ears. I think it looks good, but it it, it does. It will allow you to connect that way. Uh, they said that you could charge it for thirty minutes, and it will last for four hours. So. Uh, a very quick charge, if you needed it, would probably last your whole gaming session. Otherwise, it's like 15 hour battery. Uh, it looked like it used USB C, which that's always a plus nowadays. Thank God. Yep. It has, uh, it works with like Dolby Atmos stuff. So if you pay for that, it looks like it will work for that. Has this cool auto mute function, which I am looking forward to. You can adjust the sensitivity, but auto muting when you're not talking is pretty cool. So I would imagine you could. Like you know, eat some food, and if you're not talking, it will keep you muted. Is my guess. I don't know. Would be great. um but Those are, I think, the biggest uh, the biggest things about them. the The side of the earmuff is like a circular design, and it has like a green uh, accent around it. And you can actually turn those. Those are the dials to turn your volume up and down. So that's cool. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, take a look.
1: Online for this, it's a sleek, good-looking headset. Like I really want one. Yeah, and just
3: uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, just like the the what am I trying to think of? Like the Elite controller has its own app. These headphones have their own app, so you can adjust the equalizer, the auto mute, uh, a mute light on there, and mic monitoring. You can adjust all those settings. Interesting. So, and if you, I've never mentioned it before, but I love me some mic monitoring. If, if it doesn't have it, I'm usually like one headphones off kind of guy, which I'm mostly that way anyways with kids, but mic monitoring is like chef's kiss when it comes to headphones for me. Mm-hmm. And one thing that
1: you said is you you said that it looked kind of big. I don't know if you saw it, but if you guys remember the uh, the – one of the first commercials for the Xbox Series X, the "Power Your Dreams" commercial. The guy that was in that commercial was wearing a head uh, was wearing a set of these things. That he was. Like if, if you look that up, you can see how they look, ah, uh, with someone wearing them. Because that's one of the things is it does look like this big bulky pair of headphones, but they're not too bad. I mean, they're definitely bigger than you know. A pair of turtle beaches or earbuds or something like that. Whatever it is that you're using. But it's not like, you know, super, super big as they might appear.
0: Yeah, I uh, (laughs) saw the talk about this today, but didn't click on it on purpose because I didn't want to see how cool it looked. (laughs) I recently just got... Well, now you have to buy it. I recently got a new headset. I guess in October I was looking, spent forty dollars on it the HyperX cloud x stinger and it's not wireless but it sounds really nice and i always thought this this little thing was cool you flip this up and that's how you mute yourself but reading about this auto mute thing wow that sounds pretty cool so, this is a pre Yeah, they
3: said that they added this light indicator that turns on when your mic is active. So, you always know when your voice is being picked up. I guess that's on the end of the mic. I don't see a picture yeah. of it, but that I like that feature at least. You kind of know when you're mm-hmm. talking. Uh, I do have a, a decent pair of headphones. Uh, they're some Logitechs. They're not wireless either, but they are the most comfy pair of over the ear headphones I've ever had. They have they came out later with a wireless version, but I, I would not have bought them uh, simply for the fact that I think they were Bluetooth. The price and being able to connect natively to the Xbox are, are the biggest features that are driving me to, to getting these. I, I, I really I want agree. them now. Yeah. yeah, they don't come out till March 16th,
0: so I'm sure they'll have get more they don't. In stock.
3: There's a chance to come back.
0: Yeah, they'll get more in stock and it'll in other retailers oh, yeah, too yeah stocks definitely coming
1: yeah i've got a pair of seven-ish year old turtle beaches huh that at the time i paid 80 bucks for and they're
0: probably work fine they're good
1: yeah. like i have no real problems with it but something upgraded quality and something wireless would be amazing and for 100 bucks heck yeah that's a deal Yeah, if you actually watch, if you're on their product page and you're
2: looking at the, there's one video in particular that shows kind of like the spatial sound. Uh, This is like a big circle of sound waves and and such. And if you kind of spin that uh, about halfway through, you'll see the mic light come on. Uh, This is very similar to the Lucid sounds that I have. Um, But $100, that's pretty good. If the build quality is there, that's going to be awesome. (laughs) <laughs> and if the uh if they have a better warranty uh and they've learned their lesson from the elite <laughs> controller, then this is a fantastic product. Yeah.
1: Looks good. hmm We have some other stuff that looks good that's on sale. Uh Nate, now it's time of the show for us. Let's get into sales.
2: <laughs> there is a Metroidvania on sale. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Uh, there was some talk on the Discord today about this game, saying that it's like baby's first uh, Metroidvania, uh, and uh, I haven't played it yet. I do own it because it's been on sale a few times, um, and this is uh, you know this is a series that's very old from the I say Sega Master Sega. System. Is that true? Yep. Um, yeah. I don't so know what that is. Parking all the way back to the Sega Master System, um, but this is apparently a very uh, pretty very uh you know cell kind of drawn animation style to this and looks great. Um, 16 dollars oh, wow. down from 40. Uh it takes about 20 25 hours apparently there's nothing missable uh, according to uh, talk on the discord. Uh so yeah, uh, have, this looks cool.
1: On the PlayStation 1 have any of you ever played that game Tomba?
3: Oh yeah, love Tomba. Yeah. I feel like I, yeah. This looks like Tomba to me. I mean, it's colorful like Tomba. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just looking at this. I'm going. This looks like Tomba. I got it. Just immediately reminded me of that. And yeah. I
2: love that game. The production values on this are are pretty pretty high. This looks really good. Um, I but like you know like I was saying, uh, people that have actually played it said it's not that difficult. So um, you know, it looks good. That's why I'm recommending it. Um, also Stella, $8 down from 20. This is a limbo esque platformer. Uh, while I have not played this, I do own this because I love limbo esque games and, um, I'm told it's not as good. I believe Waka commented on it in the discord and said it's similar to those games. However, it is not as good as limbo or inside. And that's to be expected because those games are top tier. Uh, and the final game I'd like to recommend, oh, this is familiar, Forgotten, and oh. $8, huh. down down from 20 It's an advan- adventure platformer. It has a walkthrough, and it takes about 8 to 10 hours. Huh. I've never heard of that one.
1: Yeah.
3: And has a Windows, Windows 10 version that's it. not on and, sale.
2: And a Windows 10 version. And it has a Japanese Xbox version as well.
1: <laughs> Amazing. I think the uh, Windows version has, like, four less achievements. Though. It might. It might. Could it, be wrong on that.
3: Uh, quick sidebar. What did you say that the sale price was? The sale price for Forgotten, and yeah. is $8. Is that different? Well, the normal price is $20, right? You can confirm. Uh, that's what my
2: notes say.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I was just checking out the Win 10 version is not on sale. Normal price $10. Oh. <laughs> Weird. It's like a sale, but n- not. It's like they doubled their price to make their achievement values odd. That is odd. <laughs> Very
1: <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it that time.
3: Well, what were you,
1: Gio, gonna say? <laughs> so I have two games that I'm going to recommend. Uh so the first game is Yu-Gi-Oh Legacy of the Duelist. Now I imagine the three of you are about to go to sleep as I talk about this game because it's Yu-Gi-Oh! and it's card games. But Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the, uh, Legacy of the Duelist, um, this is something I actually just bought uh, a little bit ago. I'm a huge Yu-Gi-Oh! fan. I have been kind of wanting to play Yu-Gi-Oh! like the actual card game again. It's been a, a couple of years since I've played. I've thought about trying to get some friends together to play. And I get on TA, and I see that this is on sale, usually 20 bucks down to $8. Good sale for me, uh, 40 to 50 hours. Something that really stood out to me on this game and made me want to play it is, as I was looking through the achievement list, I noticed that there are achievements for doing all the different types of summonings. And... The fact that there is Pendulum Summons along with XZ and Synchro Summons, that means that it's a more modern take on the series. It's not like one of the older games. So this should have most of the cards in it that I used to play with when I went to like tournaments and regionals and whatnot. Uh, the second game to that point is another Yu-Gi-Oh! game, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Doors, but this is the Link Evolution Edition. Um, this one is fifteen ninety nine. usually 40 bucks. The only difference uh, I can tell between the two games besides the price is Link Evolution has the Link Summons, and I hated that. That's actually one of the things that made me stop playing the card games besides Konami. So I have no interest in that, but if you like Yu-Gi-Oh and you like the Link Summons for some reason, this has that. Um, some
3: people were saying on the forums because I was kind of curious about that name it's the exact same game and people were saying that this new one link duelist link evolution could have been a dlc um yeah and then somebody said that they well actually some of the rules have changed so i'm guessing they just stopped updating the other one you mentioned because that one came out in 2015 this one this other one came out last year 2020 um, so I'm guessing they just oh, stop yep. supporting the old one, and it's like, okay, we're just going to make this new one, and that's where we'll put our time and focus, and add in the new stuff.
1: Okay, yeah, now that you say that, that does make sense, because when they added the Link Summons, they did change a bunch of rules, and basically, the game is completely different. So, yeah, trying to add this as a DLC or title update might have been a little bit difficult. So, Okay, I'll give it to Konami on that one.
3: I understand why you did that. Yeah, it looks like... I mean, it's hard to do a side-by-side comparison at the moment, but most of the achievements are the exact same. Yeah, they're pretty much the exact same. There's not too much
1: difference um, between the two games. Uh, Legacy of the Duelist has 21. Link Evolution has 24. I assume those three extra achievements just have to do with... Uh, Link Evolution. Um, if you've ever have been a fan of the anime, there's different campaigns apparently in the game for defeat the Yu-Gi-Oh campaign, defeat the GX campaign, the Five Ds, and the Zexel. So this apparently follows the show at some point. Um, other quick little tidbits on this, along with having the game on sale there's also a bunch of DLC for the game that is on sale there's a bunch of actual looking DLC like some challenges and stuff like that I don't much care about that kind of stuff however the one nice thing about the game is there's a couple of DLCs that are $1.99 each there's six of them and they each come with two pre-made decks now Without actually looking at the deck lists because I couldn't I couldn't find them, I personally am going to buy the Zexel Dark Myth Saga one sight unseen because I know that's at least going to have some XZs in it, so that'll probably be good to have those cards. And and one of the decks is Evil Swarm, and Evil Swarm is a, is at least a decent deck. I may purchase all six of these DLCs at two bucks a piece, just to expand the card collection. I know I saw that there's like Toon decks, uh, so uh, I believe a black,
3: uh, blue, uh, red eyes deck. So yeah. So is all like, is all of these or all of these decks included in the other version, the new version? I don't think so because it doesn't have a DLC. I'm checking it out. So when I click on
1: like the Zexal Darkness Saga. DLC, yeah, it's for Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duel List, not the Link Evolution.
3: I don't know. It's all Pokemon to me. Yeah, I
1: figured the three of you have absolutely no idea of all the words that I just said, and you just know that it's a TCG and an anime.
3: Yep. For for our listeners, there's no achievements related to this DLC. It seems like, I guess, it's only extra content. Yeah, it's just extra content. Totally up
1: to you if you want to buy it. I just, I'm just gonna spend a couple of bucks and get extra cards to help me play the game with. Because as I ex- suspect, the cards that they give you at the start suck, and having something where I can go through and actually play it, a legitimate deck would be nice. L, what do you got for us?
0: I has lots of things. Uh- Usually, I try to pick out some cheap stuff. I picked out something really expensive this time. Her Majesty's Spiffing at a whopping $4.79. This game Expander. is hilarious, and I definitely recommend it. It's normally $12. It is a one to two hour point and click. And even if you use the guide, hopefully you pay attention to the very funny British humor and Talk to everyone twice because they say fun stuff. Uh, next, I have Bomb Fest. Two to three hours, a dollar ninety-four down from twelve ninety-nine. You're going to want four controllers for that one, so beware. Four <sighs> free friends.
2: Animal. I uh, Still going to need controllers, though.
3: <laughs> uh, fair point. But it is local only, so.
0: Yeah. All right. The next game I was going to talk about was Animal Super Squad. And if you look at the acronym, you will know that this game is indeed ass. Uh, I actually plan on doing a showcase on this game next week. I'm sure you're all excited for it. I am almost done with it. I will say that for 249 pick it up. And I'll talk more about that one next week, hopefully. I have a few levels left.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see if you can do it. <laughs> uh, I have
0: uh, a lot I want to say about it, but I'm up to the last You can, you few can talk about it next week. I'm up to the short levels at the end, but <clears throat> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So I looked at the list, and there were some games that I wasn't too familiar with, some cheaper games. Uh, one of them is Bear With Me, and, and upon looking at this one, I remembered that this one, like, oh, it's $1.49, but then I remembered that there's some DLC with it, but as luck would have it, there's a collection with the DLC for four forty nine. so that looks like a point and click. Looks like the main game is one to two hours, and the DLC is another couple hours. You guys ever play this one? Rocker would be the only one who probably
3: yep. would have played. No, you said point and click, so that should be your first.
0: Yeah, but it's also easy. Clue, right? <laughs> All right, there were some puzzle titles. King Oddball is two dollars, fifteen to twenty hours though, so that was probably difficult, but not. That's a lot of puzzle. Oh, it's, it's a fun game. Is though? it um, fun? Sounds fun. Yeah, it's a
2: very, it's a very odd game.
3: Uh, as you, you, may know you don't by say. The title. <laughs> <laughs> as You may have
2: <laughs> gathered, uh, but yeah, it, it's one of these um, ten ton games. If you're familiar with those at all, and you may—I don't know—you may even be recommending one in just a second. I um, forgot ton about them. Yeah, oh God. I forgot ton. I see what you did there. Uh, so it's not <laughs> like that. It's kind of like um, it feels a little bit like a phone game, uh, but this one's fun. It's it's weird. It's, it's weird fun.
0: And you know all about those quirky fun games. Uh, yes. This other one, raining blobs. Yeah, I think. I wonder if this game has unobtainables. There's a couple of achievements that it no does. one has
3: earned. <laughs> you are that's, nailing these recommendations. That's why I was wondering why
2: people were recommending. <laughs> well, <this>. I wanted <laughs> to <laughs> recommend games I was like. Well, did yeah. you
3: pay attention?
0: I wanted to recommend games for fun and not for achievements. I don't. Know, I like these play anywhere puzzle yeah, this games. Very fun. I like these play anywhere <laughs> puzzle games. Damn it. Fine. Yeah.
2: There's there's four achievements that no
0: one has earned in this game, and well, I'm going to be the first to one get one person them has earned when I totally buy this game. Fine. I'll go a little easier. Selma and the Wisp. Is that better? One to two hour puzzle platformer. I like puzzle platformers. That one sounds fun. And tennis. Are there unobtainables? In the face. Is it connect enabled? Tennis in the Face is six to eight hours. And unlike games where I tell you have bad titles, this game has an amazing title. Except for the fact that apparently it's not even a tennis game. It's a puzzle game. So I'm confused. Bad title? Bad title. (laughs) It's it's one of the 10-ton games. Um, Oh, it's 10 tons. Yeah, it's 10-ton. 10-ton. 10-ton brick.
2: And they have a baseball version of this too. Uh, it's very similar. So if you like baseball this game in the buttocks. type, yeah, if you like this game type, they've got a couple others. Oh yeah, baseball for you. riot. See, uh, I forget what the other one.
0: Baseball riot. Oh, yeah, they did King Apple called. too. I bet. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten. All right, it's getting Somebody's late as you game. can tell. Uh, Ta. <laughs> All right, sail so out of here.
1: All right, Game Pass news.
3: Oh God. Uh, hold on. Oh, oh. Which oh, uh, Games with Gold Reminder New Games with Gold mm. Games are available One of them is a Vayner, Dandara Trials of Fear Edition You can go get that now as well as Lost Planet 2 But Dandara is a Metroidvania Get them both And then
2: immediately delete Lost Planet 2 Exactly Off of your 360
1: Just download them Get the license, delete Pretty sure everyone listening to this Does that exact same thing for 95% of the games are cold alright now Game Pass news. <laughs> uh, leaving February 24th Dirt 4 for the, on the console wow listen to all those cries alright February no. 28th end of the month we, ha- we have Mamadora leaving on the console on PC Mother Russia bleeds I,
2: no achievements no achievements yeah
1: why is it on here? I'm reading what's on the script. That's why I don't know. Okay, Burgundy. that Burgundy. <laughs> uh, Oxen 3 on the console and PC is leaving. Jackbox Party Pack 4 on the console. And Van Brace, I know Corey loved this game, is
0: leaving from the console and PC. I saw Nate started that game.
1: I, s-
2: I foolishly started it, yes. Oh, no. It, uh, yeah, it's deeper. It has more systems than I thought and was expecting. And, yeah.
1: Well, now that it's Ed, we know what Nate's going to be playing.
3: Word to the wise, though, you can get a Gentleman's 630 super easy. Nice. <laughs> with uh, about twice as much TA. Nice. But there is
1: some good news. We have a bunch of games that are coming We have Code Vein for the PC. It's coming on on the 18th. Uh, Pillars of Eternity 2, the ultimate edition, is coming on the cloud and console, also on the 18th. And the big one, this is probably my most anticipated. I'm uh, super excited for this. Wreckfest. Cloud, console, and PC on February 18th. I very much wanted to play this game, and I never bought it because I just... Had a feeling it was going to be a game pass game. It just seems like a good game pass game and my patience have
0: worked. I now get it for a quote unquote free. Is it like destruction derby uh, or something? Yes. Oh snap. You're going down, son. It is
2: a uh destruction derby point and click, I believe. What what?
3: Oh
0: <laughs> what? Is it connect enabled? <laughs> Vehicular combat is the best genre.
1: Vehicular combat is quite fun. Uh coming on the 23rd, Killer Queen Black for the Clown and Console. Yes. And then I was, there it is. I knew Corey was at least excited for this game. And then coming on the 25th. Uh, Dirt
3: Five. Oh yeah, Cloud Console and PC. I know that was a fake. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've heard it looks gorgeous on Series consoles <laughs> or Series Series X. To be fair, it's a racing game.
1: They all look gorgeous. I think this one's different. There's, no, it is. It's, this this game dirt. really is
3: gorgeous looking. 4K Dirt. <laughs>
1: uh, on the console,
3: Elite Dangerous is coming. And start it. Just start it. I'm tempted yeah, to. make, tempted I make it several people very happy. I'm tempted to, <laughs> actually. I've actually like had a mm. low-key interest in it, although it sounds like a terrible game uh, as far as related to Corey. I'm sure it's actually a good game, but...
1: I'm actually surprised that you would be have interest in this. I have interest in this. Space exploration sounds awesome. It's just a 10,000-hour game that
3: I don't have time for. I just kind of want to see if I can land a ship.
2: That's what alt
1: tags are for. Eh, if who, you're who, so inclined, who
3: cares about completions? Well, there you go. Right, exactly. We play games I'll for start. fun.
1: Yeah, Nate and guides. All right, last game that's coming on the 25th for the PC is Super right. Hot Mind Control Delete.
3: Yeah, we actually already have Super Hot Mind Control Delete, and the other super hot wasn't it a stack on PC so there's a like better Sounds than familiar. 0% chance that this could be a stack as well we don't know yet
2: uh, super hot was a stack that is true uh, i don't know if my control delete it is currently listed only as xbox 1 so they the, we have can cross until, our fingers.
3: they have until february 25th to uh to decide then yeah we can cross our fingers maybe
1: All right. Well, we have some other coming soon stuff that Corey's going to tell
3: us about. Oh, you mean like the coming real soon segment. All right. So uh, I knew this was coming real soon. soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There would be a a week. We are finally here. There's a week. There's a ton of games. I cannot possibly talk about all of them that in depth. So I'm going to shoot off some of them really quick. I have chosen to kind of go with a little bit more detail about a couple of them. So here we go. On Tuesday, the 23rd, there is a game called Curse of the Dead Gods, and it is a roguelite dungeon crawler, and Nate, I told you earlier today, something might uh, put a little fire in your loins. Oh, it does. And it's this game I'm talking about. Oh, that too, yes. This game is an isometric uh, roguelite uh, kind of beat-em-up type game, and it basically is hades yes the popular hades game uh that came out now i know that you love greek gods and that mythology uh obviously they can't use that so they have replaced that stuff with curses and sacrifices and and things of that theme but otherwise it's hades it's like a very cartoony uh in a good way art style but as a roguelite and i it actually looks really good i yeah this is like one of the top tier games of uh, this coming week, so uh, that is Curse of the Dead God. So if any of that sounds f- remotely interesting, look that one up and uh, and watch that one. Uh, the other one is coming out on Tuesday the twenty third. We have Heavy Metal Machines. Now this I was
1: is just wanting to talk about this.
3: Automobile vehicle combat. This is not one I was actually going to think about playing based off of just looking at it and seeing the title. But in looking this game up, at least on Steam, this is a free-to-play multiplayer vehicular combat game where it's 4v4 battles in uh, post-apocalyptic arenas. This looks awesome. It kind of looked like a version of Rocket League, but I also saw the word MOBA somewhere in there. So, Yes. I'm, you, do you know more about it?
1: I was just looking at, I, or I was just watching a video. It's very much MOBA, but think Toybox Turbos meets a MOBA. So like, they're shooting and whatnot with with the cars.
3: It looks awesome. Yeah. So like I said, it's. i look to, at the
1: achievement list.
3: I, 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 yeah, it's terrible, but um, it's uh, I, hey now, it's free to play. Uh, or at least I think it's going to be free to play on console. So that might be up your up your alley. What is free to play if you have Game Pass, though, is the other game coming out on the 23rd, and that is Killer Queen Black, like you said. So this is a platformer game, and we've mentioned it before. I'm going to recommend this as either our next live stream game with the four of us or the one after that, because I think this and Wreckfest have some high possibilities of some fun. Uh, but Killer Queen Black is uh, inspired by... The, a game called killer queen. And basically uh, it's a platforming game that lets you uh, fight against an opponent. And this can be a person or an AI and you need to, you win the match in one of three ways. You can hop on a snail and just this rides across the screen as best I know. Uh, Obviously that is the easy way to win and it's the the slowest way to win. Uh, You can also gather berries. This is all, like, you're, like, bee-themed, right? So you're gathering berries, and you, if you get a certain amount, you could win that way. Or you can wipe out the enemy's queen bee. And uh, just like the bee theme, you can be a worker bee. Uh, I think you could be the queen bee. One person could be the queen bee. Or you could be, like, a... Um, like a guard bee, a security bee, and each of them have different abilities um, and and functions, just like you know bees in their hive. And so some of them will be aggro to uh, to, to do some uh, offensive stuff, and then you have your your defensive stuff and uh, things like that. I don't know. It looks like a super fun game with enough people. Uh, I don't know how it is with computers or you know randoms, but I've heard a lot of good stuff about Killer Queen. And I'm excited to play this. Okay. Uh, okay, the last oh two more games. Sorry, uh, on Tuesday twenty third. <laughs> Monster Jam, still <laughs> Titans two, Automobile Arcade Just Racing. Don't need to tell you about it anymore. Uh, now this last one on Tuesday is Taxi Chaos. This one might appeal to some Dreamcast enthusiasts, some Sega fanboys, but this is basically crazy Taxi, hundred percent PlayStation. I'm pretty sure it was a hit on the Dreamcast. <laughs> I played it on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, It was a dream, big Dreamcast game. Yeah. But I think that it is only called ta- Taxi Chaos because they can't call it Crazy Taxi. It is that game in 2021. In. So there you go.
1: I wonder if it has an amazing soundtrack.
3: I, I don't. I don't recall. It was a very quick YouTube teaser that I saw. But that's what this game is. So that's all Tuesday. Wednesday, uh, real quick, we have Active Neurons 3, Wonders of the World. Sometimes you puzzle game. There you go. You played the first two, you probably know how to play the third one. Uh, there's a platformer coming out called Horned Night. It looks very tough as balls, kind of retro 2D platforming. Horned Night. Uh, you also have Retrace, Memories of Death. That is your weekly East Asia Soft entry. Although it's an adventure game, not a shoot 'em up So there's the change. And lastly, on that day, Wednesday, is coming uh, called Werewolf the Apocalypse, Heart of the Forest. Now, that might sound like a werewolf game that just came out. It is 100% not that game. This is the digital version of the popular tabletop RPG, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Hmm. Heart of the Forest. Okay, moving on Thursday. There's only two releases on next Thursday. That is Airy, A Journey Beyond Time. Now, I haven't played the other two, but you're a bird. I guess you're <laughs> a bird in the other two, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. So yeah, more bird time. And then you have another tough 2D platformer-looking game called Spooky Chase, where you are navigating and getting a flag, and there's all kinds of spooky stuff chasing you. Who would have Who would have thunk? And then. Ending out the week, we have a bunch of releases on Friday, uh, Friday, February 26th, to be specific. We have Akutika Showdown, which is uh, an isometric uh, Souls-like game uh, with a katana, the sword. Uh, we have Beyond Enemy Lines Remastered Edition, look like Call of Duty clone, know nothing about the unremastered edition, so if you do, then there you go. Uh, Demon Hunter Revelation, this is- Hey, a- that's my favorite band. This is an Artifacts Monday game, so if uh, if they cut glass uh, with yeah. diamonds, uh, this is for you. Dungeons and Bombs also comes out on Friday. That is a puzzle game by Sometimes You. It basically looks like Explosive Jake. Uh, I believe... Have any of you played Explosive Jake? Nope. I have not. I have not. Oh, okay, it's like a very boring Bomberman type game. Um, it, it's by the same Ooh. developer uh, who made Awesome P and Explosive Jake. Uh, and the achievements look identical. Uh, and the the gameplay looks identical as well. Um, uh, it just looks like they put a skin on it and, and are reselling it. So that one's called Dungeons & Bombs. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Akutika Showdown is not the Souls-like game I was talking about. That is called Katana Kata. That's coming out. Uh, the other one has swords and guns, but that's just a versus matches. doesn't look fun. I don't recommend it based off what I saw. <laughs> Katana Kata. Katana Kata is this Souls-like game. So if that's what you're into, check that one out. Uh, we also have Thunderflash. That is the weekly Rata game. That is a shoot up Unlike the East Asia Woo-woo. Soft version. And then we have Under Leaves. Uh, this is a color-filled hidden object game. So if that Piqued your mind? Look for under leaves, and the last one I did save this one for last is called Retromania Wrestling, or as the kids on the street call it, R- Wrestlefest Two. Right, L? Hell yeah! <laughs> and so this is uh, the official sequel to the classic arcade game Wrestlefest, released in 1991 when I was just a wee baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I was just born.
3: <laughs> they call it a pick-up and play arcade wrestling game. They have. Uh, I think they're all original characters that you play as. They're all as, real people. Although some of them looked familiar, they're all real. Uh, th- there's going to be DLC. Char- are they real? They're all real. That's that's cool. Uh, A lot of. Um, I did see where they're going to release, but they had to find people that were
0: not uh, WWE wrestlers.
3: So oh, okay, most of them are independent wrestlers.
0: Sense. Yeah, I believe one or two of them have signed with WWE since then. Nah, I am very excited. Yeah,
3: they will will release DLC characters eventually, and they said they have like one on one matches, tag team, battle royale. It looks like an NES kind of wrestling game or Super Nintendo. I'm actually pretty excited about it, and I'm not even, you know, into wrestling like URL. It's probably gonna be better than WWE 2K20. (laughs) Very (laughs) arcadey.
0: Yeah, yeah, WrestleFest back when it came out was, yeah, back in '91. The, uh, arcade games looked better than the home games and the, the game had voice acting and there was an announcer calling all the moves and announcing all the wrestlers. So that was stuff that was not in the home games yet. So it was a really well-regarded game. I knew nothing about
1: WrestleFest. But it looks a lot like the Neo Geo Fighters, but in a ring. Neo Geo. Exactly. Totally. I don't know. I don't know. I just... Googled WrestleFest and the char- and uh, characters in it look like all the Neo Geo char- fighter g- characters. But like I said, in a ring, instead of like wherever Neo Geo games are played. I don't know.
3: This just looks like it has like cool entrances for all the wrestlers. And uh, there's like fire can be around the ring and cage matches you can jump out. And uh, there's one thing that wrestling events don't have and that's fans Aww. in the game. Um... <laughs> I, I let's see. You said that they're independent wrestlers. Like I see the two, I guess brothers with the spikes on their shoulders. those, <laughs> yes. are, like, those are old wrestlers, right?
0: Yeah, the Legion of Doom.
3: So like those are those are really Legion of Doom, Doom. aka yeah. the Road Wars I see were actually in WrestleFest as
0: well. They are uh, no longer with is us, unfortunately.
3: Somebody that. There's somebody that repre- uh, resembles Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Uh, I can't read the whole bandana, but it definitely says Wood, and he's wearing a BWO shirt.
0: I will teach you all about the Blue World it Order. Like a game for an L. another time.
3: Um, this guy—I uh, know his name. I think he's washed up now. I don't know. Tommy don't know, Dreamer. It looks fun. It, it, Undertaker. It, it, that's that's actually who I was looking at. I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> out of all the games I mentioned coming out next week, this one is at the top of the list, along with Killer Queen Queen Black and uh, Curse of the Dead Gods. Is kind of like an unknown, but it just looks really good. So there you go.
1: Cool. Uh, well, in that case, let's get into some contests. Uh, let's let's go out of order this time. Let's give Corey a break. To catch his breath real quick. Nate, let's talk about the Gamertag Challenge.
2: Sure, it's February, and our Gamertag is What the Fug? Uh, his wildcard game is Old Man's Journey. Uh, always, it's makes so good. always makes me laugh. Always makes me laugh. So good. Um, <laughs> And any new achievement or an old uh, completion in Old Man's Journey will uh, net you one bonus draw. Uh, his bonus is Xbox Gold, where achievements containing the the letters OLD examples Old, Cold, and Bold are all worth one bonus draw per achievement, limit one per game. We're not making that mistake this month. We'll make it again
1: <laughs> next month. <laughs> all right. Now let's go back to Corey
3: to give the G-Task roundup. You
0: know what? I'll do it. All right. Go for it. Or Okay. L will do it. Because I have numbers and things. All right. In G-Task... Ooh. We have lost two prominent community members, both residing in the United Kingdom. Ben L. 72 was eliminated by only 32 TAD, and Alex R. Oh. Davies was eliminated by 62 TAD. So they were both the top uh-huh, two of so the line. And I know Alex at the last second scanned something in, but he got it right. Like a minute too late. But good job Ah, to those guys. So good push. We are now in the top 49 people. 49 people Hmm. left. So I guess we have no choice but to root for Elroy. Bring it on home, Elroy. Kelly, Kelly misses you. (laughs) Only six more weeks. Oh, right. They're still doing bonuses. What is this? Period 20 solo bonus. Puzzling worth 500 TA. End the scoring period having unlocked at least 20 achievements from the puzzle genre. Which is totally why I recommended all those puzzle games earlier. Totally. And the team bonus. Choppy choppy. End the scoring period having spelled chopped in half. Sounds using like the an first obituary. Of newly unlocked achievements. Each teammate must complete this for the team to earn the bonus. I cannot mm. believe, which I think I've said this every week now, that they're still doing bonuses this late in the competition even though people enjoy them it seems like you're wasting time going for this 1000 TA or 500 TA rather than just scoring but I know that people enjoy going for the bonuses speaking of G-Task if you're in the discord and you're in the G-Task
1: room let's keep it civil ah, okay. be nice to your fellow G-Taskers yeah, be nice but with that, let's take it to our final section, which is brag Camp. Take it
3: away, Corey. As always, we will start with completions. Fista Roboto completed one hundred games recently. Ben L seventy two, myself, and Eretoric. That's creature backwards, have completed three hundred and ten <laughs> games. Oh. I told him I wasn't going to call that one out, but I didn't know he matched me, so Eureteric. You're on. Mike Pitch has completed 550 games. No, 555 games. And I bet you they were all zero to one hour based off his current feed. Uh, Facial of <laughs> Floor has completed cool. 600 games in Railbait. Railbait, uh, he completed 700 bot. games after I called him out last week for only hitting 695 or 90. He was close. So uh, he finally hit his 700. And then lastly, Elroy OMJ completed not only Love that 780 guy. games, not only 785 games, but at least his 790th completion happened all this past week. Dude went on a bender and it was glorious. I don't know about that. I, don't, I haven't seen I completion. Don't, I don't think Christian Benzofer did. But <laughs> but I hope he feels Doctors better Doctors told him not to bend over Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, completion percentage uh, We have the Alpha Seagull You may remember him He is our one of our newest Xbox uh, Convertees He has awesome. completed 49% of his achievements uh, So he's working uh, Very hard for that And then we have two That are a couple away from uh, Some milestones, so Wildwood Mike you're about to hit 69%. Yes. Because you just hit 68%. And then you need nice. to stop. Good job. Then you need to stop. Just like Cat. Or add more games and like, you know, balance it out. Anyways. And then the last person on the list, since we don't mention him enough, Wacapelle just got uh, 79% completion percentage.
2: Ew. Nice ratio alex r davies has reached a new milestone of 2.1 he's playing those difficult games in streaks skeptical mario and retro chief 1969 are both on 50 day win streaks Sir Polygon is on an 84-day win streak, and you're saying 84, that's weird. Well, that's his new personal best, so he gets it red. That's how it works. <coughs> it's Alive X is currently on a 150-day achievement win streak. MDP 73 is on a 200-day win streak. Benel 72, 300 days. What the Fug, 600 days. And Enigma Gamer 77 is currently on an 800-day achievement win streak.
1: In achievements, one Sir Polygon Polygon has reached nine thousand. Philip Wendell twelve thousand. Benel, seventy two, fourteen thousand. X Neo twenty one X, fifteen thousand. Matthew eighteen thousand. Wild West 21,000. The Joe Dean twenty four thousand. Matism with twenty eight thousand and Inferno. With 29,000 achievements won. And on gamer score, Tony Calzone, 200,000 gamer score. Chesno, 350,000 gamer score. Unky Tim Fu, 900,000 gamer score. He's almost a big 1 million. And Elroy OMJ, 1.2 million gamer score.
0: Yeah, he's nice enough, even past a million, every 100,000 gamer score, he, he graces us with a picture of the score and his massive biceps. Thanks, Elroy. It wouldn't be Elroy just if he didn't. Just what me. we wanted to see. With the freaking sticker on the TV. I think he does it yes. just to hurt me. In TA score, Fista Roboto has 400,000 TA score, as well as the unstoppable KD Lang. I remember her. I'm sure Nate does. Constant Craving Freedom, yes. girl 85, has 450,000 TA score. Sir Polygon has 500,000 TA score. Matthew, 750,000. Red, 047, 1 million TA score. Nicely done. And the uncomparable isrut 102, who was awesome enough to buy Girl Scout cookies from my daughter, has 1.5 million TA score. <laughs> Hey, somebody alphabetized these for me. That is awesome. You're welcome. Oh, must have been Corey. Alex R. Davies is in the top... I didn't see you are going to say that. (laughs) I can't tell you too apart. Is in the top 1,000 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Vayner's. Chesno is now in the top 100 of the England TA Leaderboard for Windows Fighting. So what's that, all the ACA games that uh, they ported over to Windows? Dan is in the top 500 of the TA difference leaderboard for Vayners. Man, I wonder why so many people join Vayner leaderboards. Hmm. Weird. Not a clue. Hokai Barry 20 is in the top 20 of the Iowa TA difference leaderboard. Jimbot Ukraine is now in the top 20 of the TA difference leaderboard <laughs> for Xbox One. That's what the UK stands for, if you didn't know. Mark B. Oh. B who's still waiting to hear his real name, is now in the top 2,000 of the Tia leaderboard for Adventure Games. Mike Pitch is now in the top 2,000 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Xbox One. What time of games uh, do you think uh,
3: he's playing, Corey? Zero to one games. hour.
0: Oh, yes, baby games.
3: His most recent completion looks to be Null Drifter, if that says anything. Oh,
0: gross. gross. <laughs> 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 I wonder if Kush has ever played that game.
3: Ross sauce,
0: Ross. closer to his throw hour? <laughs> Ross, Ross Ross is now in the top 2,000 of the TIA leaderboard for arcade racing. Hey, rocker dude is in the top 50 of That's the TA difference leaderboard for Vayners.
3: That's awesome. Suck it, Nate. No, wow. No. wow. Wow. I was just going to say nice. I'll take it <laughs> all wow. back. Wow. <laughs> i take it all back.
0: He too who looned you. The Alpha Seagull is in the top 500 TA leaderboard for action, adventure, and platformer, and the top 200 uh, for adventure. Unstoppable KD in the top 50 of the Texas TA leaderboard for strategy. And Wakapale is in the top 10 TA difference and top 5 TA leaderboard for battle royale games. And. We had a birthday on Valentine's Day. The very loving and sensual Fighter X Chip... Turned, (laughs) I (laughs) believe, (adeshberish) 19 (laughs) years old. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Chip. And I just wanted to apologize to everyone for telling all of those dad jokes I love telling dad jokes because sometimes he laughs.
1: Well, it wouldn't be a joke if nobody laughed.
0: <laughs> Someone will get that joke later. All right. Thanks, Google. <laughs> Corey.
1: All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, you can find us on all of the platforms, as always. Be sure to check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash AH101. Give us a like. Give us a follow-up the subscription not follow well give us a follow give us a subscription too we like that more uh twitter you send us some twitter tweets on the twitter at achievements 101 join in on the discord discord.io slash ah101 keep it civil and g task. and if you would be so kind you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash achievement hunting 101 all of the links for all of the stuff is in the show notes check it out nate now do go ahead with those so at least take a, at least free them each week there might be something in there that sh- that you find haha i funny. have
0: hidden free codes in every single one of my show notes but no one ever reads them so sorry i, I claim them all
1: we've got like this every single time we've got like this bag of I them know. just sitting there crazy
0: oh well oh well
1: they're just going to waste yep. but yes that was the show thank you all for listening class is dismissed See you next week. Glad to have you
0: back,
3: Kenny. Uh,
0: Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye.
4: Hello and welcome to Waka's Weird Wonders. I'm Pale, letting you know about the sequel you never wanted and probably didn't know existed, with only 130 starters on TA since its release back in December 2019. Metalloid Origin is the spiritual successor to the Rattalaika published Metagal, the not great Mega Man clone, which only required you to beat a single level to get all of its achievements. Metalloid Origin is far superior to Metagal. While heavily inspired by Mega Man X, there are some interesting game design choices throwing you for a loop. The 2D run-and-gun gameplay is rather good, and exploring the levels is fun with their branching paths and hidden secrets. The graphics have a very low resolution, but they are detailed, varied and colourful. Compared to Mega Man X, Metalloid Origins is far easier, featuring near limitless continues as they are tied to the games gem currency. It does have a weird difficulty curve, where the first level is one of the most difficult, as you can upgrade your predator to make it more powerful the further you go. Do not be discouraged if you struggle with the first boss, as I found it to be the second toughest in the game only rivaled by the final boss. It does have some unfortunate technical issues, it crashed twice on me as I played through it and an odd glitch where my third save file picked up the same name and graphics from my second save slot, but otherwise it worked as intended. The alien Lucian sets up a corporation on planet Utopia. When economic dominance isn't enough, Lucian decides to take the planet by force. The Predators, 4 of Utopias strongest androids, attempt to stop Lucian, one of which is immediately mind controlled. The player gets to choose between the 3 remaining Predators, Erika, Seta, and Neva. You can only play as a single character in a playthrough and you have to complete the nine levels with all three characters for the completion. At first the characters play very similar but as you get upgrades their moveset and weapons gets more and more different from each other. While the first six levels are visible at the beginning they have to be completed in order. Once you've finished them you'll likely want to go back to the earlier levels in order to find their hidden collectibles. The collectibles are tracked on the level select screen aside from the two hidden boss fights which can be found on the grimrush and cryomaniac levels These fights are required for an achievement that used to be unobtainable but was patched in January of 2021 allowing the completion to be used in the Better Completions Matter contest uh, in the complete a game which used to have an unobtainable achievement category. The three final levels are mostly straightforward affairs just having you going left to right but that is not the case for the first six levels. They have branching paths and contain secrets which can be obtained your first run through, but gets way easier to find once you've upgraded your movement. There are five big gems each on the first six stages and one permanent power up to find. All playable characters are powerful, but I found Neva to be the easiest character to play as, as she can fly short distances while the other characters instead get double jumps, and her bouncing lasers melt bosses as it passes through armor and goes back and forth on the screen a few times. Neva is probably the easiest character to use for collectibles and hard mode. There are achievements for fully upgrading each character, but you only need to collect all the big gems once. If you're a fan of Mega Man like games, Metalloid Origin is a solid game which I enjoyed more than the recent Mega Man games. The price has been permanently lowered to $7, which I find a good price for what is on offer. If it is discounted, I Highly recommend picking it up. Metalloid Origin has 25 achievements worth 1000 game score and 2800 TA. Due to the complete lack of guides, a time estimate is difficult, but your first playthrough blind will probably be around 6 hours, with your other two playthroughs being maybe half as long if you remember the locations of the hidden power ups. Yems and power ups are tracked on the, the level select screen, but the two hidden Aeon fights are not. A Took me a few hours to find the last fight, which was located above the boss fight entrance on the grim rush stage. With the other hidden fight being fairly obvious on the cryomaniac level as you go downwards shortly after the levels mid boss. Don't let the low completion count deter you as the game was just recently made completable. I had a good time with metalloid origin, it is flawed but offers A fun comparatively easy run and gun with light metroidvania elements. It's also great to see a developer fix a game with just a few hundred players. Have a nice day everyone!